0: Your news, your Limerick today with Gillian Devlin in for Joan Ash on Live 95.
1: Now into representative in Limerick, Sarah Beasley is calling on the government to examine the impact of lockdown on drug and alcohol addiction. The call has come on the back of figures that were given to the party showing an increase in the number of babies born with drug and alcohol addiction in 2022, and Sarah joins us on the program this morning. Good morning. Oh, oh, we we seem to have a problem there with Sarah Beasley. Let's just see if we can get her. Uh, Sarah, are you there? I am, oh, Gillian. How are you? Little beeping, little beeping. Sorry about that. I'm good. No um, um Sarah, these babies uh, born with addiction—it's really one of the most tragic stories to see a baby affected by alcohol and drugs before they've even started their life.
0: It really is, Gillian, Um, and I suppose uh, I was talking to a midwife um, in the regional, in the maternity and she said, you know, these little babies, uh, they have to go to withdrawal, you know, once they're born. Some of them have, like, facial uh, disfigurement and everything. Um, and I suppose, you know, before I came on the show, I was thinking about it. And, you know, 20 years ago, I don't think people realized the effect of, like, smoking on the unborn or alcohol or stuff like that. But, you know... Now, when you if you pick up a pack of cigarettes, a lot of the time it might show a pregnant woman, a woman, and you know the harm that could happen to them. You know, you buy a bottle of wine, and it will have a pregnant woman, and you know, basically, don't drink alcohol and the units and everything. And I suppose it's, there's been a lot of education and marketing towards that. Um, but, with drugs, there uh, really isn 't and I suppose that 's where we 're coming from. We need to um examine this and we need funding put into it um and we We need to um we we need to support these mothers because they 're going through um a bad enough time with addiction, etc and there 's most probably nobody there explaining the the harm that will happen to their baby, and you know no mother in their right mind would want harm to their baby. So it's something,
1: um, as a country, as a nation, we need to look at and examine very carefully. Michael Gearan of Coonwera is also with us this morning. Good morning to you,
2: Michael. Good morning, Gillian.
1: Um, Michael, do you actually see pregnant women coming to your
2: service? Um, yes, uh, they would not be in the in the majority of the clients that we, of the female clientele that we, we admit. Um, but it's not unusual to have women presenting to us um, who are pregnant um, with various substance misuse or alcohol misuse issues? I suppose going back to the point that was being made there, those are among the the, the the more fortunate of these this cohort of the population because they are actually addressing their substance misuse issues during the course of their pregnancy, and thereby reducing any harmful effects to the to the unborn child. Um, I suppose our concerns would be around people who might have substance misuse issues and may end up with unplanned pregnancies and so on and that's possibly where this problem is arising. I think it's worth pointing out that you know of the 102 um, babies that were born in 2020 with various substance related issues at birth a far smaller percentage of them were affected by the very sad condition of fetal alcohol syndrome where you end up with altered facial um, appearance and so on and so forth. And a lot of them would have been affected by withdrawals because their mother may have been using something up to the point of birth. Um, but it in actually it is a very sad reflection, I suppose, of the, the overriding situation with alcohol and drugs in Ireland that we had 100 babies born in 2020 that were affected in this very terrible way because of their parents, um, or their mothers rather, um, habits pre-birth.
1: Michael, am I right in saying that if you're born with fetal alcohol syndrome, that the the effects of that can last a lifetime I mean just because it may get out of your system um, as a baby you're still affected though into adulthood
2: Yeah it's worth pointing out here or or, or, uh, Gillian that I'm not a doctor so just a a cautionary note before I say any more but my understanding of it is that fetal alcohol syndrome in a baby is something that leaves a lifelong mark on that child Um, and it generally speaking happens because the mother of that child drank consistently, harmfully, or alcoholically during the pregnancy. Um, So we don't want to alarm anybody here that might have taken a drink during a pregnancy. Fetal alcohol syndrome is a very extreme situation. A lot of the cases that are possibly being talked about in the 100 and odd in 2020 are probably individuals who may have been using alcohol prescription medication or illicit drugs or a combination of the above three and drugs per se may not they may cause a child to be born um with symptoms of withdrawal but they don't necessarily cause fetal alcohol syndrome if you understand what i mean
1: I do I do Sarah uh, the good news part of this is that we had made some progress on this we had improved and uh, you know the number of babies in uh, born With defects as a result of, you know, uh, drugs or alcohol while their mother was pregnant in 2011 was 146, but it had fallen to 96 in 2019. So that's a significant improvement. Seems to have reversed during the pandemic. Would that indicate to you that maybe the problems of drugs and alcohol and general addiction just soared through the pandemic, not just among pregnant women, but among the general population?
0: I do think so um you know back in say 2011 there was a bit of a recession going on as i say um education wise you know we are more aware um but i think the most vulnerable during the covid and um, you know have suffered so whether it's the elderly living alone or it is children with special needs that haven't been able to go to um to camps and things like that and you know people have to people realize you only walk around Limerick and you can see addiction has taken a hold of our streets and I I deal with the addiction and with homelessness and it's absolutely dreadful and I think um you know COVID is uh, the impact of COVID is only starting to show and I think in 2021 those figures will rise again and I would really urge the government to put additional supports in place for these, you know, young young girls, or it, it's just awful, and they just need a, a hand uh, to a hand being held, basically, um, and additional support are definitely needed. It's essential at this stage, Michael.
1: Apart from Coon what other supports are out there for any women who might be pregnant and have an addiction problem?
2: Well, first of all, we, if there's anybody listening who is in that situation or who might have somebody that they know in that situation, we would urge them to get help as a matter of, of, of priority. Um, and there are various um, services. The HSE Drug and Alcohol Services might be a good place to start in terms of gathering information or their GP, and they can certainly be referred on then to various outpatient and residential services depending on their particular situation. Um, But it would be imperative for somebody who would find themselves in that situation that they had a bad relationship with a substance or substances and either are pregnant or might think that they could be pregnant, that they take proactive steps immediately.
1: Do you think, Michael, the fear of being stigmatised is stopping some of them seeking support? Because I know it's a regular thing that I hear people complaining uh, when they attend the maternity uh, that they see pregnant women smoking outside the hospital. Oh, how could they do that to their child? Maybe perhaps not understanding how difficult addiction can be and how that those pregnant women who are smoking may be trying to give up the cigarettes and just had failed at that particular moment. And then maybe it's support. They need more than the criticism and that, that stops them from looking to, to to reach out for help.
2: Yes, and you're absolutely right. And in the case of an active substance misuser who is female and might get pregnant, the, the, the key point to remember is that person isn't stopping because they won't stop. They can't. They're not stopping because they can't stop and they need help and support in order to get a handle on their substance misuse issues and that is certainly why we would be saying to anybody who might be in that situation they need to go to somebody who is going to take a non judgmental um open um understanding view of this like for example their general practitioner who will refer them on accordingly
1: well so our producer is letting me know here that um, the team asked for a response from the HSE on drug addicted babies and the response that they got was that recruitment is currently underway to fill a new position that will be specifically for the Midwest for this and that they will come back to us when this position is Build and let people know locally what support is there. So that's certainly a positive move, Sarah. I'm sure you'd welcome that.
0: Oh, definitely. I mean, um, this is what we want. This is what I think is needed. Um, and as I say, Michael's right. No one wants to see a pregnant woman um, abusing substances. But look, it's, it's a fact of life and the support is needed. And that's um, fantastic. Now, if that term happens, uh, it would be great for the women of uh, the Midwest.
1: Okay, thank you for joining us on the program this morning. That's Sarah Beasley of an and Michael Guerin of Coonwera in Bury.
2: Your views, your news, your limerick today. With
0: Gillian Devlin in for Joe Nash on Live 95.